Welcome to Outside of Session. I'm your host, licensed clinical social worker and therapist BFF, Julie Hilton. We're going to cover all the things here, whether it's mental health, entrepreneurship, relationships, trauma, or just life. Nothing is off limits. Hopefully you'll laugh a little and learn a lot, but most importantly, feel encouraged on your journey to live empowered. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Outside of Session. Um, Before we jump into today's topic, I want to pause and just say thank you so much um, for all the love and support that the podcast has gotten so far. Today is actually the first episode that I'm recording since I have released started releasing the podcast. So like I went ahead and recorded all of the episodes that you've heard so far. I recorded them all before I released episode one because I wanted to kind of like have several weeks out already recorded so that I could drop one a week um, and not feel kind of like pressure to have them recorded all at at once. Um, And so this is the first time I'm recording an episode since releasing episode one. And I just have to say thank you so much for all the positive feedback and all the love that I've been getting on the podcast. Like you have no idea how much that means to me and how encouraging it it is. So I just wanted to say thank you so much. And I've been getting a lot of love, especially on Instagram through all of my followers there. It's at empower underscore counseling. Um, So if you want to follow me there, that's a really good place for you to ask questions and give me suggestions on what you want to hear on the show. Um, obviously you can leave them in the show notes. You can ask questions there, but Instagram is a really good way to connect with me so that I can get your thoughts, get your feedback and make sure that this entire podcast is really like including things that you want to be hearing about, learning about, um, and processing through together. So make sure you follow me there so that we can connect. So today's episode is, um, this is a conversation that I'm really interested in diving into mostly because it's kind of a topic that I feel is, it's a relatively new thing that I think we're allowing ourselves to talk about and allowing ourselves to process through more openly. And it's this, it's the big life question of to have kids or to not have kids. And the thing is, there are so many different angles to this conversation, so many different emotions, so many different variables and life experiences that can lead us all to the same like destination or decision, if you want to call it that. Um, And it's one of those topics for me that I honestly get a little bit overwhelmed even trying to figure out where to start with it, because there really is just like so much to unpack. And of course, there's a lot of my like own personal emotions tied up in it too. And I'll share more about that um, in a minute. But for today, I thought that I just wanted to get the conversation going. Um, And even though I don't have like a, this is five things you need to know on a slideshow ready to go for you, I still want to just get the conversation going. So let's just like, let's just jump in. So first of all, Childless by choice is a term that I've heard used lately, and I don't, I don't know how I feel about that term, honestly. Like, I haven't completely figured out how I feel about it, because childless doesn't exactly seem to fit for me, at least. And I think this topic is so much broader and so much more complex than just the simple childless piece of it. 
because it doesn't mean that there are no kids in your life, just not in the most traditional way. So I'm not even sure who all like qualifies for this title other than those who just aren't raising kids full time. Like maybe that's the definition for me is people who aren't full-time caregivers of kids is what more what I'm talking about. Um, like maybe something like non-bio mom could fit in there or my new favorite way to say it is that I didn't use my uterus. Um, but the term childless just feels a bit ick to me, but because it implies a lack of something like childless. And I think that that's one of my personal main issues is that society tells us that our lives are lacking. And yes, again, I'm saying our because, again, I think I fall into this broad category um, in, in some ways, but I'll share more about that in a minute. So first you have like the childless part that I'm not fully on board with, which I have I have seen other people refer to it as child free by choice. And maybe that's a little bit better, like a little bit more fitting. It doesn't, it doesn't feel quite like you're saying that you're lacking something. Um, But for me, even in both of those phrases, the by choice part is so much more complicated than it sounds because oftentimes the choice wasn't to not have kids. For a lot of people, maybe that choice was to save our own life. It could be because we chose not to pass down like generational trauma that we knew hadn't ended with us. Um, Maybe the choice was to not bring a child into an an abusive relationship. And these choices happen a lot, y'all. Like there are a lot of people who would have chosen to have a child, but they made the difficult decision not to literally for safety reasons. And I don't think that we take the time to like acknowledge how frequently these kind of decisions are having to be made. So again, the choice wasn't necessarily to not be a mom or to be childless or child free, however you want to say it. But the choice was rather not being a mother like not being a mother became a side effect of a choice that was made that needed to be made. Um, Maybe the choice was simply not to have a child with a man or a partner who didn't want to have a child. And that was enough reason for you not to pursue being a bio mom past that decision, you know? So for reference, I'm also not sure where it fits into this conversation. Um, People who wanted to conceive, tried to, couldn't, and then chose not to adopt or do IVF, etc. Um, so their choice was to not pursue something more um, aggressive, I guess, for their own personal reasons that we really shouldn't judge. And I have no clue if, if people in that category would be would want to be included under this umbrella. And I can't imagine how painful that must be if they, if they didn't want to be here. So I won't say yes or no. I would leave that up to them if it helps them to be in this category so that they feel like they have a community of, of other women and other people who don't have children. Um, 
But I mention that because I imagine they feel pretty either unseen or misunderstood at times if they, again, made the decision just not to go any further. And I imagine that being a really painful place. And here's the thing. Each of those choices that I just listed, each of them likely were very painful and came with great amounts of sacrifice and probably even greater amounts of grief. So when we make assumptions that it was an easy decision or that um, that the decision itself was not to have children, we really pass over people's pain. Like all of these scenarios involved a certain level of pain or dysfunction in relationships or um, sacrifice. The pain from the potential desire to have a kid that didn't happen because of that choice. Um, I just want to point that out that that it doesn't mean that it was an easy decision to arrive at. Now, on the other hand, you do, of course, have like there are absolutely plenty of women who have just decided that they have no interest in being a mother. And the choice was possibly relatively easy for them to arrive at. Um, But again, that still doesn't mean that it doesn't come with some complicated feelings that they had to sort through, especially dealing with how other people handled that decision. So whether you easily decided not to have kids or if it was a result of a more difficult decision, we end up under kind of the same umbrella of like this child-free umbrella. It just was very different paths that led us here. And to be often, to be honest, often I think that the position of people who just decide that they don't want to have children, of straight up deciding not to have kids, I feel like a lot of time that gets the most like hate and judgment and criticism from society because it's like it's, it seemed or it was considered, and I'm saying that past tense, like considered, it was considered so unnatural for a woman not to want to have children, like gasp, you know, and that's because for so long, it was a necessary. It was for women's survival in the past, like stability in life was dependent on marriage and bearing children. So it wasn't even a question of desire or preference. It was a part of women's survival. Um, we can't say that it's like all of a sudden just now happening that women now are not wanting to have kids. Like all of a sudden something has changed. It's just that now women have the opportunity to even think about and consider not having kids without worrying about it making them fall into like a life of poverty or an inability to get their needs met. Um, yeah, but alas, plenty of old views still shame women for this choice and That is a painful consequence that has to be dealt with and sorted through by um, women that have arrived at this decision of it's just not for them. So like I said in the beginning, literally there is so much to unpack here. Um, But for the sake of today's episode, I just want to share a little bit about my own story and why this is a very personal subject for me. For me, I never... I never really thought about wanting kids. Like it wasn't something I was ever encouraged to think about. It was just kind of an an assumption, but I never, 
I honestly never felt a pressure from my family, especially. But there was this feeling that I always had of not if, but when I became a mother. But I was certainly not one of those people that ever like fantasized about what kind of mom I was going to be. And I didn't have names picked out. And I never felt, still to this day, I've never felt like this deep calling or desire to have kids. Like I know many of my friends have like described to me. Um, of how deeply they want to, wanted to be a mother. And then at the same time, like life did not go for me the way that fairy tales go and the way that you, um, society tells you it's going to go. Like I wasn't engaged in college and immediately married and ready, start ready to start a family by the time I was 25 years old. Like I was 29 and about to move into my thirties and I was a hundred percent single, not even dating, um, like didn't have anybody on my radar. And so I was just like not really thinking about my baby clock ticking. I also like didn't feel like I was old enough to be a mom yet. Like I never got to that place of feeling like, yes, I am mature enough to be a mother. Um, so at that point in my life at 29 years old, it wasn't even on my radar to think about having kids. And because for me with like the values that my family had taught me, you were supposed to do things in a certain order, order, you should get married, get a husband first. And again, since I wasn't even dating, I wasn't contemplating the kids part. I was just like way too single for that. And then a few months later, I randomly eloped with my best friend and I could do a whole other episode on relationships and how that happened. Um, but we randomly got married right when I turned 30 years old and he is nine years older than me and has two kids from a previous marriage who I absolutely from the very beginning, just completely just adored. And when we got together, they were, um, let's see, they were six and 10 years old when we met, um, and eloped. So they weren't babies, but they were still really little. Like I think back now and Wednesday was six years old. Like she was such a baby and she was so little. I just didn't realize it at the time. Um, like I look back on it now and I realize how little six years old really is. Um, like so lucky to have met them when I did and really and truly like I have absolute best case scenario with being a bonus mom. But I spent the first couple of years that we were married just really trying to solidify that bond with them and invest in our relationship. So like getting pregnant still was not on my mind at that point. But then at some point when I realized that it was time to think about it, um, it wasn't like a fun thought for me. I was, I was quite panicky and feeling like this weird pressure. And the question I had to ask myself, it was, would being a bonus mom at that point be like, quote unquote, enough for me? Like, I don't know, does this like check the mom box? And it was also really hard for me to define like, am I a mom or am I not? Especially for me because um, my kids, and yes, I fully refer to them as my kids now, um, but they have a fantastic bio mom and she's their full-time parent and they are literally lacking for nothing in terms of a mom. Like she is phenomenal and I thank God for that all the time. Um, like the great relationship and the, the great co-parenting relationship that we have, but she, because she's so good, I literally am 
I'm a bonus in their life. I'm not having to fill in any gaps in their life because she, she is so great. So while some bonus moms end up being more in the role of a full-time caregiver, so maybe they feel a little bit differently about their role than I do, that's just not our situation. Like I definitely feel like a bonus. Um, but ultimately at this point, I'm 35 years old and there are no plans for me to get pregnant. And at this point, even if I wanted to, that would be a long, hard, expensive and painful road, probably for me and for my husband. Um, and even if we still went down that road there, there wouldn't be a guarantee of pregnancy. So I'm not even sure to what extent this is by choice at this point versus a lack of me making a decision earlier. And now I don't know, like nature has just decided for me or something, but I don't, I don't know that I ever landed on a definite clear decision for myself of I'm actively choosing that in this life, I will not carry a child or raise a child or children from, you know, scratch. But yet here I am, like I'm, I'm under this umbrella and my story is just so much different from anybody else's. And so I find myself questioning, like, since I do have bonus kids or stepkids, um, and we do have like this awesome relationship where I do feel like we have this incredible bond, where do I fit into this childless or child-free category? Because again, when people ask me, like, oh, do you have kids? I say yes without a thought. And it's really nobody's business that they're bonus kids that I'm not their bio mom. But I do know that I'm not a full-time caregiver. And I didn't, I, I didn't birth no babies, you know? So I don't know. Sometimes there's this feeling of like, what does that make me? And plenty of people would say that I don't have the right to call myself a mom not just because of my like unused uterus, um, but because I've never cleaned up a diaper explosion in the backseat of my car while running on absolutely no sleep. Um, and honestly, point taken there, like I did not have to do a lot of those hard years. I just feel like childless is not inclusive enough of a term for all these different scenarios because I don't consider myself child free. And yet I also know that I, I do not have the responsibility that so many, uh, like bio moms or full-time caregivers have. So I guess like so many other things in life, there is a spectrum and nothing is very clear about it. Um, and here's, here's what I want to really encourage anyone who is particularly like judgmental of others' decisions or just not understanding of the complexities here. I want to encourage you to understand that for the majority of people who have somehow landed here, it did not come lightly. It wasn't an afterthought or an easy decision. Tears were shed, painful conversations were had. And even for me today, I still think that I have made the best decisions for myself. And the thing is, you never have to be 100% happy with every part of a decision to know that it was still the best one. I think about um, like what I've struggled with the most is growing up in a super like conservative Christian home. I was influenced to believe that it's part of my calling as a woman to get married and bear children. 
or that it's like part of my purpose in life. So that took a really big toll on me for a long time. Um, Now I have fully realized that that is such a a man-made point of view and I've been able to release that nonsense. Um, But it did, it took a long time and it took a lot of work to get here. And it doesn't mean that I'm not still met with judgment at times, especially because I think about the times that I was told that I would regret not having kids. And I had to get to a place of realizing that that is not the same thing as wanting children. Like having kids because you're afraid that you will regret not having them is not the same thing as wanting them. That is coming from a place of fear and shame. And those are never really good motivation motivators for making really big life decisions. Um, I feel like I'm kind of all over the place with this topic today, but that's Again, only because there are so many different directions that I can go with it. Um, And I plan to do so many more episodes about this in the future. Um, My hope for today is only to approach the subject and then be able to dive a little bit deeper into different aspects in the future. For instance, I might be able to do um, like an entire episode on how to work through finding your purpose when it seems like everyone around you is finding theirs through their experience of motherhood, because I know that that's something that especially as all of my friends have had kids over the years that I just, I don't relate to on the same level with them. Um, But for now, I'm just curious to hear from my listeners, um, especially those that fit somewhere in this category of child-free by choice or didn't use your uterus, whatever you want to do to describe yourself. Um, I really want to hear like what struggles you have had, what you've gone through, what struggles you've had, how have people responded either positively or negatively to your choices Um, And what kind of things you're currently processing through that we can as a community and as a a group, like learn from each other and process together. So make sure you drop me a note in the comment section below or send me a DM through Instagram. If you want to, that'll help your identity stay a little bit more confidential. It'll only stay between me and you. It won't be out there for public. Um, But let me know what your interests are in this really complicated and complex topic that we are all just trying to figure out together. So make sure you like this episode, subscribe, share it with your friends so that this podcast can reach more people. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Outside of Session. Remember, while I am a licensed therapist, this podcast is not a substitute for individual therapy. The contents of this episode are for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you are having a mental health emergency, please dial 911 for immediate assistance or dial 988 for the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline.